two misguided coaches, one formidable goal. This is the Centre Pass Podcast. Well, welcome back. Another week and another episode of the Centre Pass Podcast. This week you have me, Coach Cam, and, well that's it actually, Coach Machu has decided that he'll take a little bit of a holiday. So I'm going to throw it to him quickly to explain a little bit more. Yes, Kilrana from Rarotonga. Uh, sorry I couldn't be there in person, mate. It's, uh, I think, just sort of taking a bit from your lead about how important it is, I think, to find a bit of time when you need to, uh, to just replenish and to restore the spirits, I guess, so to speak. Uh, so that's what I'm doing here at the moment. Uh, but I will be back for the game on Saturday, though, so very, very excited for that. Oh, thanks, mate. Can't wait to have you back for the game on Saturday. Great commitment to come back early enough to be here for the Saturday, mate. That's outstanding. But you know, we don't want to hear too much about your, your island holiday because currently here in Dunedin, we've been drowned under layers of rain and rain and rain. And it has been certainly a miserable sort of week. Even the last few weeks down here haven't been that great. The odd occasional couple of days where it's been all right but been pretty wet pretty gray down here in Dunedin hasn't it but let's try to say hasn't it like he could chime in now but that's okay all right so no much this week it's just me filming the podcast so we're doing something a little bit different we're going to keep it tri- quite short and sharp you know get through to the end so not a long one for you guys this week a sort of usual planning but a few extra pieces into it so this week I'm you know we'll go to our training that we had on Thursday and I want Machu to sort of sum up what he thought from the the training first so we'll throw to him and the lovely Raratonga. Yeah I thought training was was pretty good to be fair we had good numbers uh, which is really important I think we're starting to now see uh, some momentum in those trainings as well even sometimes when they don't necessarily go according to plan uh, we've got some really good resilience from within the team to really help us out as well to to find the solutions but I thought the drills that we ran worked super well uh, in terms of the defensive one that I sort of came to the party with and really just tried to instill the importance of pushing the attacking player high and I think overall it was pretty successful I think it took a little bit of time to get into it, and so I'm just needing to work a little bit more on my delivery. But overall, I was very happy with that drill. We then, of course, played a bit of full court at the end, Cam, and I thought we were reasonably impressive there as well. Rightio. Yeah, look, you know, training was an interesting one. You know, nothing spectacular either way. It wasn't a bad training, it wasn't a great training. But it was a good training, you know, uh, it was a very solid training, good signs um, in the, the full court practice. Like when we got into our full court, we fleshed a few combinations, um, got a, a couple different sort of players on and stuff that we don't maybe usually get a chance to do when we play full court as much because of just the time we get at the end there because we are playing a little bit of a longer full court this week. We were able to sort of flesh combinations a bit, and it was good to see that the the sort of continuation of what the girls on the court previously had had done was carrying on. So that was really cool to see. Um, but yeah, otherwise it was just a nice, solid training. Uh, you know, we had a nice defensive drill when right? we did a little bit of hard work on 
getting free and making multiple movements as attackers, but you know, if you think about that that sort of training was just solid. That's that's really it. Now we'll throw to the game and so on Saturday we played Tyree Netball Club and it was an important game for us because they were one of the teams that sit in the sort of fourth equal range, I believe, at that time, where they were three points behind us. It was two teams that were three points behind us. They'd had the extra loss, but they had the bonus point loss in one of their losses. And so that it meant that, you know, in terms of that top four playoff spots, this was an important game for us to sort of help create that space and create that gap for our, you know, making sure that we make the top four. And, you know, they came out, Tyree Netball came, Club came out with intent. They came out with purpose to try and get in this game. And it was a very hard tussle in this first quarter. A lot of goals scored off each shovers in a pass. And I must admit, the Tyree Netball Club shooters were outstanding when they were able to get the ball um, into their circle. And they shot really well. We did a really solid job on defense to stop them getting there. But when they did, they shot well. We didn't quite put all together. Our girls needed a little bit of time to adapt to the way that the Tyree Netball Club shooters were defending the circle. It was quite physical. You know, there was a, a bit of contact. And, you know, we won't go into whether it was over the line. The arms were down. Was it? Was it? It was fine. Maybe it was sometimes just a little bit much. But, you know, the girls took a little bit to get used to that. But once they did, you know, it started to come together a little bit towards the end there. So it, we finished the first quarter, 4-5, down by one goal, I believe, and and we might have had the center pass or we had a chance to score near the end, but we just didn't quite have the time to make that. But, you know, it was a good first quarter. I wasn't, you know, disheartened or anything like that. I knew that once we just put the last little pieces of the package together, we will we'll get up over this team who are, who are bringing it out to us, which was really cool to see to be under pressure again for the last couple of weeks. We not, not, haven't really been under that pressure, which is okay. Now, quarter two was a very interesting quarter. The first sort of half of that quarter, it, it was much of the same. Hard tussle. The, the girls were starting to sort of really step back up to their physicality that they were bringing and and when we finally got a run on it and the shooters were adapted to the, the circle defense they brought we started to score quite freely with the ball that got to the circle and because we're getting plenty of ball to the circle the goal started to come as well now this had an interesting little effect on the game because the pressure suddenly swung it was you know head to head on a knife's edge and then suddenly boom turn around the game is suddenly in our favour and it's flipped there pretty quick. We scored, I think, three in a row to sort of go two goals up and I think maybe even have the centre pass. And it just put pressure on the Tyree Netball Club who 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 hadn't been under the pressure quite yet. Just as we sort of matched their game and adapted to their game, which I've been very proud of our ability to do that over the last few weeks, they just started to, to crumble a little bit, especially in the shooting circle. I think they felt the pressure to to get their shots in and it just led to some negative outcomes for them, unfortunately, because we finished the quarter 10-5, bringing the halftime scores to 14-10. So obviously, you know, a really good swing to the end there and I think we may have 
put uh, several goals in um, in a row near the end of that quarter or in the middle to end of that quarter. So I was very happy with where we were at half time. Now, interestingly enough, at half time, the jelly beans or other lollies that we had were handed out. Now, now, I understand it. This might sound a bit, you know, like there's no way that much you can remember this, but the truth is we didn't. Now, Amanda, our lovely captain, has gone to the bag, grabbed them out for us. Now, I don't know if she just really needed that sugar kick or what, but she 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 went and grabbed them for us and delivered, and they were much greatly, you know, greatly received at halftime. So well done to us as a team for getting it out there as coaches. No, not really, but that's okay. Now, sort of into quarter three, now, make a break quarter here if we can sort of continue the momentum and the pace of the game, then, you know, we should be able to close out from here. And boy, did we. 9-2, the quarter score. We just rode the momentum we had and we just absorbed the physicality out there and we scored well. We are converting a lot of shots that got to the circle and because we're getting a lot of ball and a lot of turnover, uh, you know, that that's sort of skyrocketed the score, but also them sort of feeling that crunch of us sort of starting to execute the game plan. And you can see it out there. Um, I want to give a big shout out to players like Maya, who just absorbed the physicality on the circle. They they were very through um, trying to intercept the passes in and, and you know, the, the bodies and stuff hit them hard and, and they they were able to sort of, she, she was outstandingly like balanced and she'd catch the ball with one hand and then get a good blow from the side and stay on her feet and the ball would stay there and then she'd be able to get her shot away. It was um it was great work out there and it was a fairly enjoyable to watch and so KP just carries on doing um, Caitlin's things which she's paying train shooting goals and for fun really. And then, so we're in a really good spot, 25-12 at the end of the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter. And um, you know, we just continued on sort of delivering what we sort of had, had done. And so end of the fourth quarter was 9-5 and finishing score of 32-17. So you know, a really strong win for us as a, a group. And I was really, you know, really proud to see that uh, come through as well. I guess my sort of thoughts were that we absorbed the the pressure that they came. They came out with good energy, good purpose, and they played well, and we absorbed the pressure. We dealt with it. We adapted. And then we, when we sort of got the chance and they left the door open, we ran through it and shut, her, shut them out of it, really. So it was a, a really good performance from that to be under pressure and then still deliver uh, a performance like that was really good. And then also... Um, you know, we dealt with the physicality really well. And I think that was really our best all-round performance. Again, it's a strong team as well. Like, it wasn't it wasn't you know, our highest scoring or highest win, you know, difference, goal difference. But it was, uh, I think, our best all-round performance. And I was very proud of the girls at the end of the thing. But let's quickly throw to Machu, who hasn't been able to have any thoughts so far. Uh, he's probably drinking... You know, pina coladas from a coconut right now in the nice sunshine. So we will, you know, give him only a short piece of sort of airtime here, I guess. But 
Mate, could you just take us through your thoughts from the game? Yeah, look, a real, real good performance, I think, to be fair, Cam, when you think about where we were and the fact that it took a little bit of time just to get those combinations building in. And we're still getting there, you know, we're not quite at 100%, we're not quite at where we can be, but the excitement and the exciting thing for me is, you know, knowing that these combinations are only going to get better and better. You know, there were some moments there where a little bit of interplay between the shooters wasn't quite there. Uh, but we just need to, you know, that's not going to take too much time to tinker as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing just what another week of working together looks like for the girls. And I'm looking forward to really seeing another impressive defensive performance. I mean, that's probably one of the best all-round performances we've had to date. Definitely our most professional result, and a lot of that came through, I guess, a lot of work in defence, and then actually making the ball count at the other end with our shooters. So it was great to watch, as you've probably already touched on, mate, and I know that I'm very, very excited for Saturday. Another chance to put on a really important performance uh, against the team. It comes in probably not quite as they'd like to. Uh, you know, It's a big game for both teams, I think, this weekend. All right, mate. Yes, it, it certainly was a great performance out there, and and looking forward to you know delivering another one with you next week or this weekend. And so, before we move on to some other pieces here, we do have a um, return of the Machu's mishap. Now, Machu has sent me through some audio of his supposed Machu's mishap, which we're going to keep in. But he actually has a secondary, or you know. One that I think is probably a little bit more embarrassing, uh, Machu's mishap uh, this week, which which runs on the same line. So this one's about clothing. So I'm going to let him quickly take you through his Machu's mishap this week, and then I'm going to talk you through what I think really deserved the top spot. You know, I also probably need to raise... Another embarrassing Machu's mishap, mate, obviously showed up to the game with a different blazer. Obviously, we wear suits every game, but I'd unfortunately taken my navy blue blazer to work uh, just for a, a recording I was doing, I think, and I completely forgot about bringing it home, so I had to wear a mismatching blazer. I'm not going to lie, I didn't think it looked too bad, but I'm going to call that as my Machu's mishap. She was <laughs> made for a very stressful uh, start to the day, but hey, maybe with the result, maybe that's the, I don't know, do you want to call it the lucky charm, maybe? I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yes, look, sometimes we forget our stuff at home or, you know, where else, but you had a backup blazer, mate, and, you know, no worries. We were sort of trying to decide whether you, you had one. If you couldn't find it, we were trying to decide how to get you into my spare blazer, which you know, may have worked, may not have. But what I think is a little bit more embarrassing is on Thursday night coming into the training, I came home and Machu is staring at the washing machine. We, and I get home at 7, right? And, and we need to be sort of down to training at 7.50. So we... we about 7.30 is the time we leave to head to training. I get home 10 past 7. Machu is staring at the washing machine. That, that's got about four four minutes left on it. And I, I'm like, there's no way that this is what I think it is. Because he's, he's oh, look, I'm sorry, mate, but he's walking around in limited amount of clothing, looking like he needs to put on whatever is in that washing machine. Now, 
I look inside and it's our training track suits, which you guys have seen plastered around the place. And they look very good and, and stuff like that. And, you know, this is what we're supposed to wear for our trainings to, you know, make us look official. Now, Machu has forgotten the washers and decided to wash it at the last possible moment. And then he throws it up into the, uh, the, dry, the dryer. And, you know, he keeps every 10 minutes, he, you know, every few minutes he comes back to me and goes, is that dry? Is that dry? So I believe much you, when we left, you put on what you thought were reasonably dry tracksuit pants. And, um, and unfortunately they were reasonably dry, but they were not perfectly dry. I believe that the waistband, as I said, might be a bit wet. There's a bit damp through some places. Uh, look, <laughs> timing of that was a bit peculiar mate i would have just left them unwashed no one probably would have realized but you know we got to training no one knew until now it's much as mishaps unfortunately mate i i i for a fact know that next week's episode will feature another much as a mishap so this segment that you really wish to to disappear and, and die away from you is not going anywhere <laughs> all right Alright, so this week, because Machu is not here, we're not going to do a Dear Diary and we're not going to sort of, we're going to do something a little bit different here. I This week I reached out to several of the other coaches, coaches or committee members around the club and wanted their thoughts on how we are going as a team and as, a, as coaches. So, here, so I reached out to Olivia, or Liv as we're going to call her, she's the coach of the other team uh, the other team that started in Senior 1, she went up, we went down. Now there's no team in Senior 1. Now, the nice thing about this is she is also our sort of training partner coach because she shares the other half of the court when we train. Now, this means that she's got some of the best sort of, uh, seats in the game to watch us as coaches and as a team. But we also play her team in full court. So she gets a good idea of where our team is at and performance-wise. And so she is one of the coaches we've reached out to. Uh, next, we have Bridget. So she's club captain. She was our flatmate last year, and she was very helpful for getting us to where we are here now. So we wanted to sort of get an update of her thoughts. I'm unsure if she is currently in the United States or if she is back yet. But she's been away representing New Zealand in Fistball, so well done to her. You know, she's actually one of our guests from early on this thing, and we guess we didn't really bring up her Fistball career, but you know, well done. She's off to she was off to Birmingham, but uh, Alabama, so um, not not quite the comp games, but you know, an excellent effort at the Fistball World Games. And I was quite surprised when I saw some photos from it about how how big it was as well. So well done to you, Bridget. Um, and last of all, the lovely Andrea. So Andrea is just, she's, can't, she's club mum basically and she she is awesome. She's given us so much support. She's given us feedback. She watches a lot of the games so she's had a, a great way of being able to watch our games from the sideline and give us a good idea of you know how she thinks we've done as coaches via how she's mainly, how she's seen the team perform across the sort of the season so we're going to throw to them in this order so first we're going to throw to uh bridget so if you could give us uh your thoughts please bridget you're listening to the center pass podcast it's been really cool seeing how the team 
well no right from the start actually it's been really cool seeing how this idea has grown from being just that an idea to seeing the work and effort that's gone in and the research and all the stuff behind the scenes into how you guys have grown as into coaches and it's been really cool seeing that and at the start of the season even though it was you know probably a bit of a tougher start to the season than hoped um, it's been really cool to see how the team has grown and how the culture and the team has like just gone from strength to strength I think that's really cool like it's not so much about the results sometimes it's about you know the people and what you're doing outside of just a netball game so really cool to see how the team has come together as that um but also like the podcast itself it's been really cool to hear so many different opinions from so many people like especially those first ones like getting you know dame knowles coach the silver ferns on the podcast like all of that information from all of those people right the way through and getting to hear the players perspective it's been really cool hearing all of that and seeing how yeah it's like been a journey for you boys as well but also for everyone involved so I'm I'm really excited about the recent season coming to an end obviously I've got what four games to go for the end of the season so I'm excited to see where you guys finish um especially because you're in that top mix and seeing you two at the moment so very cool and very excited to see how that all finishes up but yeah it's been great and it's like especially hearing from other coaches that have stepped into coaching this year because of the fact that they've you know listened to the podcast and go oh well I can do that and so I think it's really cool it's yeah reached not just this group of netballers and you two but also how it's grown into the wider netball community as well so no all in all very very cool and excited to see what happens in the future with this thank you very much Bridget it's always nice to hear the thoughts of others to help you guide whether they're you know negative positive constructive you know it's always good to sort of guide your way through what you're doing by hearing some outside opinions Next, we're going to throw to Andrea, though, who's going to give us her sort of camp um, opinions on how we're going. You're listening to the Centre Pass podcast. Hi, I'm Andrea, University Albion Netball Club Treasurer. I just wanted to share my thoughts about how Coach Machu and Coach Cam are going so far this season. They've put in an enormous amount of work so far. Early planning, seeing everyone at trials, fully participating in team selections and then finally getting their team. Just to get to that point can be overwhelming, but the job is only just starting. First training to start to build the team culture, and first game to actually see what the team looks like on court. As with all coaches, planning is the key to show the team you're committed, turning up to every training, every game, leading by example, and they've nailed that. Results are not what's on the scoreboard, but shown by players turning up to training each week and game, being there for each other. Their players have embraced the special and unique opportunity they have this season. They're an awesome group of people, like a family really. 
Marchu and Cam are a huge part of our club coaching family too, showing an interest in the other teams, attending training courses, watching games and supporting other coaches. I'm excited to see how far Yellow Team can progress over the next few games. I'd love a top four finish at the end of the round for them and see them playing for first and second in their grade. With the energy Coach Marchu and Coach Cam produce on the sideline, it's like an eighth player on court. I 100% believe that they can achieve their goals this season. Well, thank you so much, Andrea. Look, very lovely person, and thank you so much for all the, the support you've given us as coaches over the year. Um, it's been outstanding, really. Um, and lastly of all, love our training partner. You know, it's been... Good to really flesh our team against a very strong side that you provide. So, you know, our girls have been helped by dealing with you in full court at training. So thank you very much. Your thoughts, please. You're listening to the Centre Pass podcast. Hi, podcast and podcast people. Um, My name's Olivia and I have been the coach of the white team this season. Um, We've been training partners, luckily, with the yellow team, which has been super awesome. Um, I've loved training with Cam and Machu. They've been great to get along with. They've brought a lot of energy to the games and to the sidelines. It's been really awesome with the support that they get behind us. Like both of us are there supporting each other's teams and bouncing off each other for ideas. And it's just been a really cool environment to be working with these guys in a lot of ways. Um, we both started off in the same grade at the start of the year, which was really cool as well. We never got to have a match-up, unfortunately. I think that would have been an epic battle. Um, but we've both split in opposite directions. But, yeah, these guys have been awesome to train with. Um, been super helpful, super energetic, and I think they've just brought a great environment to the team and to the club for something different and awesome. Um, I also thought I'd mention I have been coaching at Uni Albion. This is my third year there now. Um, I started off co-coaching with my sister um, and then took on the white team by myself for the first year last year um, and have got them into Prem this year. So I've got a little bit of experience um, of being like a new coach for sure and trying to figure out like get your feet under you. And I think the boys have done an awesome job of getting involved, like using resources, reaching out to people and like trying to get a lot of feedback and insight into the game. And I think... I think they've put in a great amount of effort and like they've really worked to get to the successful point where they are now with their team and get the team like so operational and running so smoothly. Um, you can definitely see the way the girls have all gelled together and the boys' impact on it and I think they've done a really good job of that. Thanks Liv, always appreciate your, your input and your help over the year. Right, so the last thing we're going to do before we go to the situation is uh, we're going to go to Instagram. So... I've asked a few questions or I've asked to be asked some questions on Instagram. We didn't get a lot of them yet, so uh, but we will go to them now. Um, someone says he just wants to speak to Coach Machu, which is fair enough. Uh, I can't help you with that one, unfortunately. Um, one of the people has asked, what's the biggest thing you've learned from the players this season? Now, this is always a tough one because um, still talked about the biggest thing we've learned, but the biggest thing we've learned from the players, I guess, is um is really about how much of a partnership a coaching role is though it's always something you understand you know, a coach isn't just a up there to yell orders and stuff like that but they're up there to 
to guide and and work with alongside but I, I think i learned how much of that role is a partnership with the players so that um so that we can help them grow and and sort of develop but also they help us grow and develop and together we come up with solutions that we we need to to fix the problems there and um yeah so that's probably the biggest thing i've learned as a coach and from the players and the last one is how sore is your back from carrying the coaching load each week look it's a tough job when you know machu loves to just go off and have a you know an island holiday during you know the sort of the darkest coldest part of Dunedin's winter so far which look I'm not jealous about all I'm not a little bit sooty and salty anything like that about you know definitely not as I look out the window and see the rain start to fall again but um but why he's not here to defend himself yeah pretty sore to be fair um weighed down it's I've had to go and get you know massages and and physio and stuff like that to really stay stay uh on top of my game but no look I, you know, we're a great partnership mate and we do different pieces here and there and it's been awesome to sort of uh work alongside them and and, and find ourselves as coaches as well All right so the last thing we do and obviously as i said the shortest sort of week this week but we'll give you the quickest run up on the situation this week so the situation is that we have a game coming up against Southern Crows. Now they sit, sit second on the table. We play them on July the 30th at 2.20 at the Eka Centre. And so they sit they sit in second on the table. They are on 17 points. Now this is sort of a very important sort of game for us because uh, a win here probably sets us up in the position to lock in but also a bonus point probably locks us in as well to the top four but a win 100% locks us into the top four but the other thing is where we might sit so obviously Eastern Gold have been very strong this year and first undefeated so far in the second round and so uh, you know it'd be interesting to see how they they sort of close out this season but we probably don't want to catch them in the first round of the the semi-finals to make sure we can make it to the finals uh you know so we'd love to still finish in that second or third role but you know the truth is at some point we're gonna to have to play them and so it doesn't matter too much but the main thing is to try and lock up fourth place and so you know we'll just go to the table a little bit so obviously first uh, uh eastern they're on 20 points they've won all their games so far so they're taking the maximum points available each week. Second, as we said, we played the Southern Crows this week. We were in second on 17 points. So they had the one loss. And so they, they, but they had a bonus point and against Eastern, which gives them the one point buffer on us. And so, yeah, they, they were able to just grab that extra little point from their loss, unlike us, who have had the one loss but no bonus point, who are we sit one point behind on 16 in third place. And in fourth place, we have, I believe, College, who are on 13 points. So they sit three behind us. They had their one bonus point loss in their losses so far and um, sit one behind us. So I think they have two losses in their thing. 
Now, I think the important implications from the game last week or the game we just finished is um, that in fifth place is Tyree Netball Club on nine points. So that gap there between fourth and fifth or, you know, us and fifth, the fifth place team, which, you know, is the first one who would be eliminated, um, is starting to stretch there, which is really important because, you know, we want to get that top four locked up. And I believe two bonus points would probably do that, I believe. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll look to sort of go out here and finish off strong with the season and, and just lock up that top four, which could be done by the end of next week. Um, so yeah, that's our, our sort of situation. And look, thank you so much because that's all we have time for this week. So thank you so much for listening. You can get in contact with us on Instagram at center underscore pass underscore NZ. Or you can get in contact with us on Facebook, which is Center Pass Podcast. And the final thing, you can get us on email if you have any queries or anything like that at center.pass.nz at gmail.com. Yeah, that's the one. So do get in contact. Do get in touch. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. It was great to hear from all those people this week. And, um, you know, Machu isn't here, but hope you enjoyed listening to my voice um, and there. And I'm sure he'll be back next week. And Machu, enjoy the rest of your holiday as we speak, kind of thing, as I record. Uh, but that's all we have time for now. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Centre Pass. Check out Centre underscore Pass underscore NZ on social media and on Spotify for more.